Today in Canadian History for May 3rd, I'm Mark Affeld. Today, wrestling. <clears throat> Excuse me, I mean wrestling. Stu Hart was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on this day back in 1915. Stu Hart would go on to found Stampede Wrestling, a massively influential professional wrestling promotion based out of Calgary. Some of the famous wrestlers to have trained under Stu include his sons Brett and Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, The Dynamite Kid, and Davey Boy Smith. To learn more about the early days of Stampede Wrestling and its impact on the culture of Western Canada, I spoke with Heath McCoy, the author of Pain and Passion, The History of Stampede Wrestling. Now Heath, for all those people out there who might have uh, uh, no idea about the history of wrestling, just how influential was Stampede Wrestling on, on modern professional wrestling? Oh man, uh, Stampede Wrestling sort of, uh, when you see, there's, there's a thing in, in, uh, in modern wrestling, it's sort of, sort of the hardcore, really tough stuff, you know, where the guys do the, do the really high-flying, risky moves, and, and uh, you know, there's, there's sort of the, the hardcore, bloody aspect to it, and a lot of that stuff actually came from, uh, from Stampede Wrestling. It was known as a very tough territory, and uh, especially in the 70s, when guys like the Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith came along, guys that were smaller guys at, at the time, before they got all steroided up, <laughs> the, the, the guys that were smaller um, they were really, especially the Dynamite Kid, uh, he was doing this high-flying, um, really acrobatic, daredevil sort of stuff, really risky stuff in the ring that North American audiences had never really seen to that extent. You know, it had been seen in Japan and Mexico and stuff like that, but he, but he brought it to North America. And if you watch wrestling today, um, that stuff dominates what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and um, did it also have that sort of over-the-top characters that, that people are sort of familiar with now? Yes, it did. You know, that's been that's been the characteristic of, of of professional wrestling right from the start. You know, it's it's got real carnival roots, and you had these carnival characters. You had the larger than life, you know, gorgeous George type of people. Um, but, but I mean, it's it's really gotten to it. It became sort of a cartoon in the '80s, which which it was it was always over the top and carnival sort of stuff. But it, it became really over the top in the '80s, and then they just continued with it in, in, you know, into the sort of extreme offensive era of the '90s and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, the roots of that stuff. Was found in Stampede Wrestling as well. Now, obviously, this is a, a history-based show, and uh, there might be a lot of people who, who are looking down their noses at wrestling saying, that's not that important, it, it, it's sort of junk culture, but is it true that, that Stampede Wrestling sort of put Calgary on the map in some sense? He did put this. Pro- I think. I think because Stampede Wrestling is sort of looked on as 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 the trashy, you know, redheaded stepchild of pop culture. Stu Hart doesn't always get the credit he deserves for helping put this province and certainly Calgary on the international map. Um, but he did. You got to you got to remember, Stu made his mark with Stampede Wrestling. Like I say, at a time when when we were sort of thought of as this backwoods, you know, blip on, on the radar. Uh, you know, for those of us who even knew we existed and. Uh, in turn, certainly in the wrestling world, Stampy Wrestling was very well known. Right, right back to the fifties, um, it was it was regarded as this tough, hard knocks, you know, stepping stone sort of territory where rookies and, and, and rising stars would would learn the ropes. It was a place where Stu himself would train guys down in his basement, you know, the infamous Heart Dungeon, and, and, and he'd stretch guys, you know, literally torture wannabe wrestlers, and it, and it was his way of weeding out the wimps, uh, if you will, the guys who didn't belong in the business. And, and, you know, it was a place that was known in wrestling circles all around the world, where if you tour through Western Canada, through Stu Hart's territory, you tour through Western Canada in, you know, in the harshest of winters, probably making crappy, crappy money, but guys who went on to be huge, 
you know, industry stars, right back to the 50s, they came through Stu's sort of stepping stone territory. You know, guys like Killer Kowalski, um, Fritz von Erich, Gorilla Monsoon, um, superstar Billy Graham, um, right up to like Jake the Snake Roberts, Junkyard Dog, Greg Hammer Valentine. All these guys went on to be huge names, and, and so many of them, so many of them, got that early push um, in Stampede. But the, the influence wasn't limited to the wrestling world, like I think a lot of people think think that it was. Um, one of the early things, of course, that put Calgary on the map, you know, was the Calgary Stampede. And I think Stu was a big part of making that grow and become become a world class world class event because for years Stampede Wrestling would have have their biggest show of the year during Stampede Week, you know, and, and Stu would go all out for that event. He'd bring in, and this goes back to the fifties. He'd bring in, you know, the world champions at the time. Um, you know, he'd bring in major sort of attractions like Andre the Giant and Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, and he'd bring in, you know, retired boxers like Rocky Marciano and Joe Lewis to be guest referees. And and I think Stu sort of gets short shrift, actually, from the Stampede people, um, the Calgary Stampede people on that note, because I think he did do a lot to make the event uh, a real attraction. Yeah. And, if, you know, and of course, when, when wrestling really took off in the mid-'80s um, in the WWF, some of the biggest stars in that era were guys that came from Stampede. You know, you had Stu's sons, of course, Brett and Owen. Uh, you had the British Bulldogs, who were uh, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid, and uh, and especially with the Hearts, everybody knew who those guys were. That they were from Calgary. Every week, all of a sudden, Calgary is getting uh, getting this big pop internationally on TV. Each week is this breeding ground of great wrestlers, and 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 I think you can make a pretty solid argument. You know, for example, the Bret Hart is still the most famous Calgaryan worldwide. So yeah, Stu did tons to put Calgary on the map. Another interesting thing I think about Stu, if if you take into account his life story and his early beginnings, he really does sort of embody that um, that whole pyramid, uh, you know, pioneer entrepreneurial spirit of the West. I think that's an important point to make. He 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 grew up at a level of poverty that's like unimaginable. You know, he spent he spent a good three years of his childhood um, literally living off the land, like like living in tents through prairie winters. Out, you know, I, I don't know how he survived it, and it is an amazing story. And 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 the way he you know and the way he worked his way up, you know, he became a CFL football player and, and a really promising amateur wrestler that was probably bound for the Olympics if World War II hadn't screwed everything up. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, he started this promotion that became Stampede Wrestling. He started in the late 40s. And and, and um, Stampede had a lot of ups and downs over the decades, you know, and at, at times, like I said, the Hart family were living heart hand-to-mouth. But by the early 80s, bootlegs of that show of Stampede Wrestling were being seen, and Stu didn't get paid for a lot of it. They were like illegal bootlegs that were flying around, but but bootlegs of that show were were, were seen in something like 30 countries around the world, like in, in the Caribbean, in, in New Zealand, Japan, West Germany, um, and just some of the most unlikely places you can imagine, like, like places like Nigeria and Uganda reportedly got Stampede Wrestling. Like, there's this bizarre story. The late the late Stampede Wrestling announcer, um, Ed Whalen, his wife Nomi actually talks about Ed apparently getting a letter from Idi Amin, who who was apparently a big fan of Stampede Wrestling, like it's, it's bizarrely enough, and, and he wanted to, to bring it to Uganda, which of course the Hart family and 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 Ed Whalen declined. But but you know, so Stampede Wrestling had this real worldwide cult following. That the you know, like I said, it did put Calgary on the map in, in a, at an early time before the Olympics, before the Calgary Flames, you know, at, at, at around the same time as the Calgary Stampede, and and you know, the guy at the root of that was Stu Hart. 
Today is a day full of Canadian history. John McRae composed In Flanders Field on this day back in 1915. The iconic poem is reported to have been written in 20 minutes by McRae. The women of Prince Edward Island were granted the right to vote on this day back in 1922. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CGSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgsw.com slash today in Canadian history. Now here's an amazing piece of Canadiana trivia. Prior to forming Stampede Wrestling, Stu Hart is said to have traveled the United States as an entertainer. During this time, he wrestled a tiger and a bear. This makes Stu Hart, by my accounts, let me check here, uh, Johnny McDonald, no, Nellie McClung, no. Yep, Stu Hart is the first historical figure featured on Today in Canadian History to have wrestled a bear.